Hello. You're listening to Mock Footage. These two pals really like movies, but one of them hasn't seen very many, okay? Our hosts won't be using any nasty language, so you can share this with your grandma. And they will be discussing major plot details, so here's your dang spoiler warning. Howdy, folks. We're going back to space. My name is Joe Langlois, and this week we are watching Alien 3. My name is Ray DeRoso, and I thought I had enough of this franchise, but apparently not. <laughs> no, you'll never have enough, apparently. Ripley! <laughs> Ripley. Ripley? We're going see? back to Ripley, believe it or not. <laughs> you. Uh. Well, Ray, I know you've never seen this movie, and I also know that I've never seen this movie. So I guess we ought to just dive in. I and I we did establish. Here's what we've got. Here's what we've got so far. Uh huh. We did establish that Ripley dies at the end of this movie. Uh huh. I remember. And, and is reborn as a clone in Resurrection in the next one. Mm-hmm. But um, how do we get there? How do we get there? And also, we haven't seen the pyramids yet. And I'm wondering if this is the one with the pyramids. It's AVP. It has to be Aliens versus Predators. I've the got P- a good feeling that it's AVP, but we're going to feel like big dummies if there are pyramids in this one and we don't say anything about it. The P in, in AVP <laughs> is Ancients versus Pyramids. Uh-huh. You, what and you don't know, what they didn't tell you in history class is that instead of building the pyramids... The, the the Egyptians fought the pyramids because they were sentient beings and they conquered yeah. them. Yeah, pyramids are corpses. In fact. They're corpses that house corpses. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Corpse House. This is a so, podcast where we talk about burial sites. Hell, I'm not going to let us lose focus like this. What happens on Alien 3? Okay. In Alien 3, Ripley and friends land... Who's friends? Um, you you know, Sigma. What was his name? What? The (laughs) what are all the bishop? Bishop. Thank you. (laughs) Bishop. Now let's talk about Sigma for a moment because I like this character. (laughs) So Sigma is my version of Bishop that I made because I forgot Bishop's name. No, Sigma is another. Um. What what did he say he preferred to be called artificial uh, artificial life form artificial life form who is partners with bishop mhm um and it's never really clear what partners means but they do work closely together and he's only featured very briefly throughout the series we haven't talked about him as much because because he's only had small scenes uh in this one they they happen to land on sigma's home planet Home planet? Wait. <laughs> Place of residence? Anyway, I you asked me what's up with Sigma, so now Sigma's here yeah, in the but story. If he's an artificial life form, he, I don't think he'd have a home planet, unless you mean like the The, the place where he resides? Oh, okay, so like his Okay, okay, so okay. So This his, is the so Bishop this is the planet where Bishop is So Sigma living. Sigma is just Or Sigma. Sigma just like is living a life. Like Sigma isn't like life. a a corporate tool. Correct. Sigma's okay. just living the best life. So he was probably decommissioned, right? Like he was probably like a prototype 
for some task and they got their data out of him but then they were like we don't know what to do with you now i guess you can go live on this planet and it's right. live in a colony now data is from star trek right and <laughs> Yes, let's talk I, about Sigma. I'm trying to help you figure this out, right? <laughs> well, I have a plot. Sigma was an accident, but Sigma's here now. Okay, yeah, Sigma's just living life. But here's what happens before we meet Sigma, okay? Because it's a little tragic. Um, so, Ripley, Bishop, hot military boy, and daughter girl Newt. land... What? Newt was her Newt. name. Newt. Newt. I don't remember the boy's name. Hot he military boy. The gun boy. It's gun boy. Land... Everyone dies in cryostasis, except for Ripley. She's salvaged, which is a terrible term, from the wreck. Wait, again? Yes. What do you mean again? This is the first time... This is the crash. This is the crash that kills them. Yeah, no, I mean, Ripley is the sole survivor again. Yes, Ripley is the sole survivor again. That sucks. Um, Yes, so we start with Ripley. Um, she's saved, um, there's, like, a bunch of, like, junker people, that's kind of how the society is, this is where Sigma is, um, she carries Bishop's, like, head with her, cause, like, it's, like, half working, um, and she takes it, and then she runs into Sigma, and then she learns about the society and how they're just kind of, like, getting by, and, uh, conflict rises with her and whether or not and the fact that they're trying to scrap uh bishop's head which is also equally terrifying i'm turning this worse and worse uh i know i keep trying to like derail you and put you onto a better track and you're like no 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 i got this no this is it this is is darker this is my dark sci-fi this welcome to dark sci-fi uh she manages to get to sigma they try to fix bishop but they need a, a thing and during this process, she learns, uh, Ripley learns that she also has alien baby inside her. Like a, like a chest burster? Yeah. Okay. Inside, um, like, uh, what's the word? What's the word when? Fetus? No, like the process of? Gestate? Yes, gestating. Um, so she has to deal with those ramifications at some point. What do you mean those ramifications? Is it gonna like bust out of her chest and kill her? It might. And then it'll spread to the rest of the society here. Um, but long story short, she manages oh, to evade okay. a lot. It's the thing is, there's no alien. The alien is inside her. The alien was inside you all along in this one. Um, her and Sigma managed to get Bishop back up and running just in time for Ripley to make the ultimate sacrifice and kill herself so that the alien doesn't right. spread. That's what I was thinking, yeah. So she like she's like on a ship or whatever and flies into a sun. Yeah, and then we get the exact same explosion from the first movie four times. Sure. As a reference. Sure. Okay. Origin installer wants to update. Do you think I should let it? Not right now. <laughs> I don't know why that happened eight minutes into our recording, but that's fine. Not right um, now, Origin. This is the Ripley origin of how she dies. The origin of how she dies, exactly. And some, then is resurrected. Call that, 
and Some resurrection. Might call that the end of one's journey, but we'll call it the origin of the end. Well, this is the origin of the clone. Okay, yeah, no, heard. Um, Rain me in, please. I I keep trying to. You won't let me. Origin keeps happening. We're done. You're you're done. You've done plenty. So, so I'm understanding this correctly. Ripley and Sigma are on Sigma's home planet. And Ripley has an alien inside of her, and there are Junker people trying to steal Bishop's head. And then Ripley kills herself. (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) That is the plot of this movie. Um, so she, okay, I think she's fighting off there, she and Sigma, Sigma is large. Sigma is like, Sigma's like seven feet tall. Sigma's a big boy. Sigma's but so he has, big. He has a kind soul. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a he's a big teddy bear. Um, they fight off junker people a lot, but they use non-lethal means because they're just people. Right. They're kind of so like, like the Jawas. They're the, I I imagine them as some kind of a mix between Jawas and the Tusken Raiders from Star Wars. What are either of those things? <laughs> Tell me. The Jawas, I don't know how familiar you are, but the Jawas are the little guys with the little cloaks and they have the glowing red eyes. Oh yeah, they're super cute and also very lethal. And then the Tuscan Raiders are the guys with like the gas masks. They look out, like out of Mad Max. Oh of, yeah, and, go, and they're really rude. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah, I, that's what they. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, exactly. That's what exactly what they look like. Joe. That's what the Junker people are. Okay. Um and. Once Ripley finds, and so sorry, how do they? Why do they end up on Sigma's home planet? Because the ship that they were oh, on. Oh, the ship. This is where it landed. ends up. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And so that's when were... everyone else dies. Right, because they went into cryo sleep again, and uh-huh. then <laughs> something bad happened from that again. Uh huh. Newt died. Gunboy died. Bishop was severely damaged. Mm-hmm. And. Okay, so here's what I think happens. I think that Sigma wirelessly, wirelessly, <laughs> remotely, uh, like, contacted their ship. Like, maybe had Find My iPhone on for <laughs> Bishop. Except it's Find My Boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 saw, and saw Bishop signal, like, kind of straying from where it was supposed to be going. And... Again. And, right. So some other entity took Ripley's ship off course. It was the aliens. I don't think it was the aliens. I think it was, I think okay, it was the fine. corporation. It was probably the corporation. Um, or, or somebody else. Something else. Um, I don't think the aliens are intelligent like that. That's fair. Okay. Uh, maybe it was the Predators. Maybe it was the Predators. <laughs> they would it. probably want to fight Ripley. They, they, I would not want to fight Ripley. No, personally, I would want to befriend Ripley. Um, so I think Sigma noticed this happening and was able to override the signal and get the ship in, but wasn't able to give it a smooth landing. Right, and that's the tragedy of the situation. 
Right. Ripley um, doesn't blame him. Yeah, I, I think I think that there's a throwaway line that establishes that Newt and Gunboy were dead from being in cryosleep too long before the crash happened. Oh, uh, I think they died in in the crash, but no, yeah. no, come on, stop! I'm let me, too let dark. Me do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm in a dark place right what now. Are you doing? It's, it's a basement. <laughs> You're being so mean. Welcome to darkest basement. Now there is one glaring difference. Um. Because it's not all punching the Junker boys, I think. it's. I think there is an alien, but I think it has three heads like a Cerberus. Oh, it's Alien 3. It's Alien 3. <laughs> and they just call it Alien 3. Yeah. <laughs> In the movie. Sigma and Ripley are talking while they're trying to fix Bishop. And like, we have to get rid of that Alien 3. There's no like, what rampage it could cause here. It jumps onto the screen and then swapping one word per head, it says, It's me! Three! And they all say three <laughs> at the same time. Uh, I love Alien 3, the sentient being that we created. Um, I don't okay. think it actually speaks. But no. I do think that there's an alien with three heads. A three-headed alien. Yes. And Or is a three-headed alien Ripley, Sigma, and Bishop? So Sigma is able to live among the Junker people peacefully mm-hmm. because he's been useful. He yes. has a like mechanics shack kind of thing, and he has a bunch of mechanic tools. Yes. Um, and so when the Junker people find scraps and old tech, he's able to repair it, and they never come after him because he's been useful to them right and it's only like one set of junkers it's not like the entire society is after ripley it's just these like six that found her in the oh, first I think place it's more than six okay like, maybe like 20 it's not all of them is is the point i'm making oh, Cause, oh okay okay because she so can still like walk around town and like okay and there's just one like gr- like batch of rough necks yeah okay um because i think a lot of the driving force for Ripley to eventually uh, uh, go die is um, that uh, she sees like children and stuff around the community and thinks of Newt. Well, that's and yeah, what yeah, that, and that's just it. Like I, that's why I think they were on the ship for a really long time, and Newt and Gunboy died from cryo sleep because she got she has alien in she has chest alien disease. power. She has alien in my chest disease. Uh huh. And where did that come from? And like that's exactly the thing that Company Man was trying to do in the last movie. True. So it's a continuation. At some point, at some point, somebody docked on the ship and infected her. Well, probably infected all of the human hosts um, with alien, and then left. Was it the corporation? Somebody. Somebody. Okay. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe there are like some scribes on the alien race. Who knows? Who knows? It's not clear, but during the interim. So basically, she's alive long enough to protect Bishop's head. Bring Bishop back with the help of Sigma. Bring Bishop down to Sigma, protect Bishop's head, and. Fight off the Junker boys, and then and kill the, Alien Three. When the alien, when the Al Three N comes, <laughs> the Alien Three was on the ship. 
and follows them from the crash landing later on. Okay. So it was it, it al- doesn't it doesn't make itself known right away. So Alien Three did it, impregnated, possibly, baby. possibly, I've, probably. Okay. I think that makes the most sense. I just don't. I just don't. Th- well, the 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 way that the biology of them works, I don't think that the fully grown xenomorphs can inject. But maybe it had a chestburster egg with it. You know, like why not? There were a bunch of eggs down there. Who knows what happened at the end of that rather. movie? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, um, and so then the alien three comes to the town and starts killing all the junker boys looking for its and baby. They Sigma and Ripley use like all the electro saws and whatnot from his mechanics workshop to, to fight it off. Mm-hmm. Although they got to be careful of the acid blood. Yes. Well, Bishop's also there, too. In the final confrontation, it, they each take down a head. But, I, I mean, I thought you said that Bishop was, like, basically just a head now. No, well, Bishop gets a new body. He gets repaired. He oh, gets a new oh, body. Oh, he gets fully repaired. Yes, okay, yes, okay. yes. Sorry, I didn't make that clear. At some point, probably, like, three-fourths of the way before the final confrontation, Bishop gets fully repaired. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Um, he, like, he uses knives right because of his uh five finger fillet scene and the absolutely and he he slices off one of the heads right and And then then, and then three more heads (laughs) (laughs) this isn't a hydra get up on the the back back. (laughs) shut up both of us (laughs) (laughs) Uh, remember when danny devito showed up in a cameo in this movie and said get up on alien three's back I think we've made it sufficiently clear that neither of us have any idea what's going to happen in this movie. Listen, the the clear, sane plot is that everyone died except for Ripley. Ripley has egg inside her. There are Junkers. Alien 3 also causes Rampage. They save the Junkers. They stop trying to kill her and Bishop and Sigma. They kill Alien 3 together. And then Ripley decides to go and die. During that process, she finds out that she has the chestburster egg, and she she flies into the sun. That that That's part the plot. I do believe is true. I do believe that she comes back as a clone in Resurrection, and I do believe that the thing that would kill the only thing that could kill Ripley is Ripley. It's herself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she probably destroys herself at the end of the movie to stop the spreading of the disease. Yes, without even telling Bishop. Which no, sucks. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, she she pulls an Irish goodbye for sure. Mm. I hope Bishop is in this movie. Everything else, like <laughs> I want to believe that. Out. I want to believe this is a hundred percent what happens. And yes, I my hope f- there's an Aelthrian. Oh man! That and would make my me favorite, so my favorite line from this movie is "Get up on Alien 3's back." Okay, <laughs> get up on the Hydra's back. <laughs> We have now introduced the Alien franchise to the Kingdom Hearts franchise. This is what all my podcasts have been working towards. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I think we're there. Let's go eat some popcorn and uh, <laughs> we'll see how it treats us. Uh-huh. Okay. Hey, everybody. Before we get into Alien, the third iteration of the Alien franchise... 
I want to talk to you about some podcasts on the Lunar Light Studio Network that you can take a listen to when you're not listening to us. The first one I'd like to talk about is The Cryptid Keeper. What common ground do an Appalachian folklorist and a horror-savvy screaming queen have? It's, it's, it's cryptids. They're, the answer is cryptids. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold that back from you. But come laugh, learn, and get creeped out as best friends Alex and Addison take a light-hearted look at the weird wild unknowns of the world. So, Cryptid Keeper is a podcast where the hosts talk about cryptids and their origins and sightings and the occasional, um, ways to protect yourselves against them and they're really fun and wholesome and they always bring a new perspective to the cryptids that even if you know about the creature you might not know some details about and it's really fun it's up every sunday on the lunar light studio network go go listen to them um another alien related podcast i'd like to talk to you about is Deck of Friendship. It's a podcast where every week your hosts Marble, Ray, and Mars review an episode of an anime based on a real-life game and talk about their themes and cultural importance while proclaiming their love of friendship and making each other laugh. They've talked about season one of Yu-Gi-Oh! And now they're going... They just finished Fighting Fudans. And they... I keep talking in this weird royal we. I'm part of this. Uh, now we have plans to tackle shows like Bakugan, Card Fight, Digimon... And others, we just started a, a short series, a six-episode series on another anime that's going to be a wild ride. But you can find us on Lunar Light Studio every Wednesday or wherever you get your podcasts. Anyway, now it's time to go back and watch Chessbursters burst out of chests because their namesake is pretty accurate. Bye. You ever think about Chessbursters? Uh, occasionally. Do you? Only when my best friend Ripley has one. Yeah, she does. She does do that. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah, right off the bat, I'm. I was kind of struck by how close our plot was to the plot of this movie structurally. There was obviously some key differences, but it was a little scary. Yeah. Do you think I've seen this movie before in another life? I I don't. I don't. I think I think we just got used to the tropes of the alien series and we kind of knew what to expect. We became the aliens. Yeah. We're the aliens now. Yeah. We're the Zimbaburps. I'm I'm convinced that Alien Resurrection doesn't actually exist yet. It's waiting for us to write it. <laughs> <laughs> And people have just been egging us on. Yeah. Like, yeah, Resurrection totally exists. <laughs> What's it about, Ray? <laughs> Trying to get get us to give the spoilers to the script so that we didn't know we were writing. The plot for Alien 3 is that the or part of the ship that Ripley leaves on. So Ripley leaves the end of Alien 2. She's It's with her and Newt and... A gun boy. Captain Hunky Face. And Bishop the Android, all in... Or Bishop the Artificial Life Form, life form all in cryosleep. The Sulaco. And this movie opens up with scenes of that machinery being tampered with, with the like a pod breaking off of that ship and crash landing on a prison colony planet. Leadworks thing. And when it get, when the ship gets there, Ripley wakes up, 
she is the sole survivor. Newt and um, Gunboy both died in the crash. Well, Newt uh, drowned in her cryotube. And Bishop was smashed to pieces. And this prison colony is made up of about 25 junker boys, or I mean uh, prisoners, um, who... (laughs) (laughs) uh, Who have all been sentenced to this prison colony for various reasons. And it's just a skeleton crew. And so now there's a woman here and it's like causing drama. And Dr. Clemens revives Ripley. There was, it was very quickly revealed that there was a face hugger on the escape pod, the EEV. And it attacked a dog owned by one of the prisoners. And, then that dog turns into a xenomorph, but it's like dog-shaped instead of human-shaped, which is kind of fun. It's a different, it moves differently. Um, and then one of the prisoners is killed by that new xenomorph, but in such a way that he falls into like an industrial fan and is chopped to bits. So it's not clear that it was an alien who killed him. And then... Ripley is not being forthcoming with information because she's been like ignored in the past when she told stories about the aliens and uh, it kind of escalates from there as more and more people start getting killed by the xenomorph. And then uh, Wayland yutani the big corporation, is on its way to rescue Ripley because apparently all of the data from the ship has been sent to them this whole time. So they're on their way to come collect her um and she knows that it's going to try to keep the alien alive and try to keep well not at first doesn't know that it's going to keep her alive but um she goes back to the eev to do a bioscan because she's feeling sick and it turns out that there is a xenomorph inside of her as well uh gestating and she decides that she has to they they have to kill the dog alien and then they also have to kill her so that Wayland can't get their hands on any of the alien materials and then Wayland Yutani shows up as they are being picked off they do kill the dog alien and then they're like we're going to rescue you Ripley you got to trust me we're going to take it out and kill it it's all good. And she's like, I don't trust you. And then she jumps into a lake of lava and dies. Presumably putting an end to all alien stuff. Alice Ripley, alien Ripley will be back in alien resurrection (laughs) as super Ripley with the powers of an alien, but the body of Ripley. I did see that the, the one alien in this movie was, three-headed like Cerberus which isn't true it wasn't three-headed but it was a dog it was a dog which is which was messed up and also fun yeah I felt so bad for the dog yeah but that's it that's Aelthrian that's Aelthrian in a in a nutshell Mm mm-hmm um what do you what what were some things you noticed right um I really like the prisoners the boys only prison, yeah, as boy, I called boys it. Boys only jail. <laughs> but boys as we only. Were, as we were coming into the, as the <laughs> camera was floating into the prison colony, Ray says, "Boys, boys only, boys only jail." 
<laughs> which is exactly what it was. Uh, Boys Only Jail. I really enjoyed the the characters we got to interact with yeah. in this one. Um, the fact that they're all prisoners meant they were problematic in some way, mm-hmm. but also some of them were just also good and had that duality of of evil. And also they like made their own religion. Yeah. Here and found God, which was a really interesting turn. It kept them. It kept them sane. Hmm. Um. I really like Mr. Clemens and Mr. Dylan a lot. Hmm. Uh, it was. It was a different movie. It, it wasn't. Was, you mentioned the tone at one point, and I said it kind of split the difference between the first and the second movie. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was like the first one in that it was a crew, and they didn't have weapons. They didn't. They weren't marines. They didn't have guns. They just had like rebar and fire axes, so they couldn't really fight it off effectively without setting traps. Mm-hmm. But. It was also kind of goofy, like there were jokes and there were like bits of levity thrown into the action sequences and the crew was bigger. Like there was a there was a lot of people to go through, like in the aliens, but they survived throughout most of the movie. More of them survived and we got to know more of them. Like, yeah, the even though a lot of them looked identical. (laughs) Yeah, um, that I had that problem. (laughs) They they had character. And, and, you know, it was, I guess it was kind of fun to get to know them before they all died. Well, yeah, that's every movie. Oh, God, excuse me. Uh-oh. I mean, yeah, Uh-oh. that's every movie. Ray. Uh-huh. Do a bioscan. Quick. Beep, 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 beep. No aliens. Whew. Okay. So, this movie um, continues the story of Ripley, obviously. Surviving on her own after an alien attack. Yep. Uh, and it it kind of brings everything full circle for her, which I appreciated. Yeah. Final because like it talk it talks about how no one ever listens to her whenever there's an alien. She's the expert because she has fought off aliens twice now, yep. and so she knows what's going on. And she, like she's not scared. Of this thing anymore. Also, she learns that she's immune because there's a baby inside her of an right. alien. But, like, that just means, like, she's kind of immune to this creature, which is kind of great. That. Yeah. And then it ends with the recording from the first movie. And yeah. I actually did start tearing up a bit. The final shot is on the cryo pod again, but it's just Ripley's voice. The, the recording from the first movie... And the cryopod is empty. And that's like a... Like, it's really... This would have been... I, I don't know what they're going to do with the resurrection. But hmm. this would have been a really incredible way to end the series. Like, I, I feel like this would have been a really good trilogy. Yeah. I, yeah, I, had, a, I had a really good time. I think it was a really well-made movie. I, I know that there's a lot of hate thrown at it. Um, people don't like this movie. I'm trying to figure out why, other than the fact that the alien itself sucked and they leaned way too heavily on CGI. Yeah. Uh, and the maze sequence at the end with all, like, the turning angles. As though the alien was, like, crawling on walls and stuff, but they don't actually show the alien crawling on walls. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a little too House of Horrors goofy stuff in the, in the maze sequence at the end, but... Yeah. Outside of that, I think it was a pretty pretty outstanding flick. Yeah. 
the movie slowed down significantly at the maze scene because everything else I really enjoyed. I, the pacing was great. We got to meet the characters and learn about them without like lingering on any information because yeah. action kept happening. Like when Clemens finally revealed his backstory, he died, which, you know, is it was like a, a trope, but it kept the story going. Right. And it was like, it was like they, they named some characters so that we would care about them before they died, but then it also left many of them unnamed so that they could just chew through them. And then it mm-hmm. was like during the maze sequence, the, the whole maze sequence seemed to be like just taking time to name characters and give them a little bit of character before killing them. Yeah. It was like, there's, there's 12 people left and we, ha- I don't, we have not seen this person on screen at all before, but their name is Jude and now they're dead. The May sequence is the countdown sequence of this one. Yeah. And it didn't land as well. It did not. Not at all. Like, both the filming and, like, it just took too long. And it I couldn't feel the pressure like I did in the first two. Yeah, because it was, too, it was too scatterbrained. It was too confusing exactly what was going on. I mean, yeah. like, you and get also, the idea, but mm-hmm. you never actually understand what's happening because you don't have schematics in front of you. Right, and also it was cut with like images of the the company ship coming in and the people landing, and it just yeah. like messed with the flow, yeah, of the movie. And I'm like, I don't care about this right now. I get and, it; they're here, but still, like they did that before earlier in the movie, like during Newt's funeral. Uh, Dylan is saying all these words about um, from like every seed is a promise of a flower, yada yada. Um, and while that funeral is happening, we see the xenomorph like coming out of the the dog's body like and that was great that was really well done but the like we knew wayland yutani was on the way we knew the corporation was coming and it just extended the already too long scene of them trying to corral the alien into the piston room or whatever the heck yeah, the the yeah, I don't even know where they what they we were they were trying to kill the alien by using the foundry oh, mm-hmm. lead and obviously uh they did it. Mr. Dylan died luring it into a corner. It survived the lead attack. Yeah, it survived having a ton of hot lead poured onto it and it swam and jumped out of it and then they Ripley swung on chains to turn on sprinklers, which would cool it down. And then when it got cooled down, it exploded from the pressure difference. Mm-hmm. And it was it was fun. It was a little ridiculous, but it was fun. It was ridiculous. It was fun. It was a different conclusion because, like you said, they're on this prison colony. And so there's no weapons, and so we don't get a big fight like we did at the end of 2 with the mech, which I miss the mech. I was kind of hoping for a mech reference at some point. I'm glad that part of me was kind of hoping that they would just continue to one-up and scale up, but I'm I'm actually glad that they scaled back and found a middle ground for this one. Yeah, and and said, you don't have as many weapons. They're not military trained. They are... Some of them are killers. Right. You but have they're also more scared. You have more information, but you have less resources. Yeah. Um Which... use that and good luck. And and they did. They did it. Good job. Alien 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 gone. Did they I forget, did they kill Morse at the end of the movie? No, Morse is the only one who survived. Morse is the only one who survived. And okay. That's fun. 
I wonder if he'll come back in Resurrection. Probably not. No one has come back except for Bishop. Except for Bishop. And, well, and Ripley. Just for a, yeah, so at one point, Ripley did find Bishop's, like, parts on a scrapyard and revived him briefly. And it was really nice to see him again. But then he was mm-hmm. like, I would rather be dead, please. Yeah. Which and sucks. But it's, It was sad. Yeah. <laughs> He even made a joke about his legs hurting, and I yeah. was sad, because he didn't have legs. Yeah, she was like, as soon as he woke up, she was like, how are you, Bishop? And he said, my legs hurt, and he did not have legs. <laughs> yeah. I also like how the actor came back at the end as the creator of the Bishop line. Yeah, that was And cool. was absolutely slimy, and I didn't like him. Yeah, he came in specifically like and he said it even he was like I came in to show you a friendly face I'm from Wayland Yutani I created the bishop robots that's why they look like me but I'm here to help and I'm here to show you a friendly face and you know that you knew like you as the viewer and Ripley as well know the whole time that it's there to create a false sense of security to and, hopefully get her back even yeah. though you want him to be telling the truth because one He's Bishop. And two, come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Good, kill good it. Good cameo. Good cameo, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I had a had a fun one with that one. I'm like, why didn't they just bring back Bishop, though? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they just bring back Bishop in full form in this movie? But, I mean, that's, that's Part the of thing, the right? That's, that's Ripley's thing is that she's the sole survivor and that's like her curse. And and as I said in the first half, the only thing that can kill Ripley is Ripley. Mm-hmm. And, and that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Also, Ripley got a haircut. She did, yeah. She shaved her head because of lice on the, on the station. Mm-hmm. So... So yeah, that was the thing. I don't. I didn't. I forgot it happened. Honestly, I know. I mean, she just looked different. That's mm-hmm. all. She did an incredible job uh, acting in this movie. Oh yeah, as usual. But as, it felt even more in this one. As it went along, um, like she started like, just like brief little pauses, because she had an alien inside of her, and she didn't know that, but. You know, like just brief little hiccups uh, uh, in motion. It was nice because, like, she knew something was wrong mm-hmm. and it was getting worse and worse. Uh, and so, she, and she put the dots together. And if she didn't want to believe it that she yeah. was the carrier of the alien, because she, she at first she thought it was Newt because of the the acid and the the glass and everything. Right. And then it wasn't. It was fine. And then they, she kind of dropped that. They kind of dropped that storyline of like, what if there's a carrier? And then brought it back because it was Ripley. Then that was a nice twist that was a slow oh, burn. It's also kind of cool what they did with that because I, the chestburster tampered with Newt's cryopod, which is why she drowned. Um, but it didn't infect her. Yeah. Um, and it's possible that one affected infected Ripley and gun boy mm-hmm. but when the crash happened uh, like a huge piece of like i-beam or whatever crashed th- right through gun boy's chest cavity so it's it can't be confirmed whether or not there was ever a chest burster in him right and i just like that doubt yeah 
Like they could, like it could have happened, and it, but it doesn't matter because he died, and they couldn't find out because his chest was, was the thing that got destroyed. destroyed. Right? Yeah, which part of me wants to say like, yeah, that's he did, and that's why it didn't survive. But mm. also maybe not. Who knows? Mm. I f- I feel like I wanted to talk more about the similarities and differences in our plots, but like again, it was weirdly close. It was weirdly close. Danny DeVito did show up and yell, <laughs> "Get up on the Hydra's back!" The alien and that's did not when have three heads, but it was a different form. It was a different form than normal. Mm-hmm. But Danny DeVito screaming—that is what pushed Ripley to to jump on the chains, Tarzan I, style. I can't remember. Did we? Did we call whether or not like the alien didn't kill her because there was a baby inside of her? No, but that was a nice detail for the movie to do. Yeah. Because yeah, um, when it no. first walks away, when it first, like, it corners her, and then it sniffs her, and then it walks away, and you're like, why is that happening? And then, I mean, it's it's not, like, the biggest twist in the world. Like, it's not impossible to spot coming, but yeah, but it was... watching her go through that realization is still fun. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this, but I just had the realization that xenomorphs take the form of whatever thing they take that they they go into which is absolutely terrifying yes now i'm worried about prometheus uh i genuinely don't remember if there's a big boy or not we'll find out um (laughs) one day (laughs) uh Oh, I did want to talk a little bit, or mention, I guess, there were just some more fun throwbacks to the previous movies, such as, mm-hmm. like, the beginning of this movie is almost identical to the beginning of Aliens, where something went do- wrong during cryosleep. Ripley's the sole survivor. She is in an organization, and a doctor helps her wake up, and she gets out of bed, and her she puts her bare feet on the cold floor, and you see her toes crinkle up, and it's like the exact same shot from aliens Mm. and then there's Mm -hmm. also a scene toward the end during the maze sequence where one of the inmates (laughs) is like trying to attract the attention of the alien and he says here kitty 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 here kitty kitty i was so mad (laughs) i thought it was fun i thought it was a really good a really good little trick there it was a fun little nod to our good cat friend which we we haven't seen jones do you think Jones comes back in Alien Resurrection? The Resurrection is Jones. The Resurrection is Jones. It's not Ripley. It's also unclear how much time has passed, because uh, they never specifically state it like they did in Aliens. It's, it's not yeah. clear how long she had been in cryosleep for this one. Well, she d- I, I, Now, this detail was a little murky, but she did s- s- lie to the Dr. Clemens and say... It's it's cholera, and he said cholera hasn't been around for two hundred years. So I don't know if it's because she it, because it's been two hundred years and they've gotten rid of cholera, or she was just making. I mean, she was just making that up because she didn't want to explain aliens to him. Yeah, but does that mean like did she know that cholera has been gone for two hundred years? Probably. I I think I don't know. I I don't think I don't think that means she's been dead or <laughs> frozen for two hundred years. I think it's less time than that, but it's not I think clear, so too. which is interesting, because that means they could do just about anything with it going forward. Alien Resurrection takes place in the past while she's in cryosleep. 
So there's uh, two Ripley's running around. I I did when I got <laughs> done with this when we got done with this movie. I was like excited to watch Resurrection. I'm like, I, even though I think this is a really excellent bow on the trilogy, like we can just think of Resurrection as DLC, and I I think it's gonna be fun. It is. It's exactly what you just said. It's DLC. <laughs> you don't have to play it. It's not essential for the story. It's not even our Ripley. I'm going <laughs> off the fact that the that it's a Ripley clone. Still, it's definitely a Ripley clone, right? It's like, yeah. I mean, we'll it, get into it, but it's definitely like they finally Wayland Yutani got their hand on aliens, and then they and then they were like, "Oh crap, this is bad!" And then they brought Ripley, Ripley back to life because she's the only one who knows how to kill him. Mm-hmm, and she has superpowers because of alien. I'm calling that one now. Okay, she has alien powers too, also. <laughs> And also, they brought her back because she's the only one that can handle it. She's the only one that survived aliens. Yes, absolutely. Would you recommend watching this movie to somebody who has never seen it? Only if you saw the first two. Yeah. (laughs) Same. Only if you saw the first two. I don't know if I would have understood this movie No. if I did not watch. I think it would have been completely inscrutable without the backbone of the first two movies. Yeah. Because you'll be like, what is this alien? Wait, why is Ripley... Not scared of this alien. Why? Why? Uh, well, why doesn't she trust any? Of- why is she waiting for the men with guns to come? Right, and they have explanations for those, but there's more impact if you understand mm-hmm. the other two movies. Yeah, and then also like the the whole uh, um, the Nostromo bit at the end. You wouldn't get that either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> watch the first two aliens if you're gonna watch this movie. So you're. You're giving a recommendation of the Alien series up to this point. I guess I'm recommending the Alien series, which I've never <laughs> thought I'd say. I am too. I, I thought this was great. Um, again, I know this movie gets a lot of hate. I know a lot of people really don't like this I'm movie. I'm like, I think the second one is still my favorite. Me, me too. Me too. This one, it was just di- more different than the other two. Yeah. But I did not dislike it. Yeah. Um, all right, Ray. I don't know why I just addressed you like that. I'm actually going to talk to the listener. Ray, ignore me for a little bit. Listener, okay. it's just you and me ba, right ba, now. Ba, da, da, no, that's not how ignoring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for joining us again. You can find us on Twitter at MockFootage, or you can send an email to MockFootage at gmail.com. You can, and I would so appreciated if you do leave us feedback either by writing a review on itunes or leaving feedback directly on pinecast um if you leave a review on itunes especially if it's a five-star review that will help us get seen by more eyes and we have been growing and that's been awesome that means you're telling your friends about the show and they like it too i know uh, i saw today somebody on twitter i believe said that they did share this show with their grandma and i'm I'm glad that we are living in that timeline. That's exactly what we wanted to do. We want all grandmas to listen to mock footage. And if you are a grandma, hello. Thank you. We love you. Hi, grandma. Hi, grandma. Yeah, so so please leave us a review. Uh, do we have any new feedback right now, Ray? Do you know? No, we do not. Okay. Well, uh, we'll let you get on that. <laughs> you have your next task, listener. That's your job, listener. That's your job. Thank you so much to Lunar Light Studio for hosting us. Thank you to Haley Rose for the introduction. Thank you to Ross Jerson for the creation of our cover art. And thank you to Chongo for the use of Hat of Serenity off of the album Hat Shop, which is available on Bandcamp. 
And with that, I think there's one more thing that we want to talk about before we close out here today, right? Do you want to do you want to take the reins? Uh no, go ahead. I'll I'll jump in. Okay. Um I guess just really quickly, we also wanted to take a brief moment to uh address the pandemic that is affecting the world right now, the coronavirus, um and how it is affecting the people and our actions and what we need to do to be safe, wash our hands, social distancing, all of that stuff, and how that in itself can be unsafe for some people. Um, I myself have been really bummed out being sequestered at home and also worried about all types of things. But I guess the message here is that um, we're going to do our best to keep positive and we will get through this together and take care of yourselves and take care of each other as best as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I know it's going to be tough for a lot of us to not go out and see our friends and talk to our friends and loved ones, but uh, it's really important that we don't for the next few weeks so that we don't further uh, complicate things as they are. So do something for at home. Do something at home for yourself. Go watch a stream. Go watch my stream. Uh, a couple of my friends uh, also are going to start streaming soon to kind of get through the next couple weeks because of work being canceled, school being canceled for a number of reasons. So if you want to go, I don't know, I'm going to drop some names here, I guess. You got the usual Lunar Light folks that stream like Marble and Mars, but you also got like Alex Flanagan and her partner, Andrew, are going to start streaming soon, so you should go check them out. Go draw a picture. Draw I a picture. started drawing so uh, start yesterday. Start your own podcast. If you start been, a podcast. If you have that podcast itch bugging at you and you just haven't had the time or the focus to get it done, this is the time. Like, Stay inside, do some Googling, learn some stuff, and see if you can get, get one up and running. Yeah. Or at least get an episode recorded. It's, it's fun. It's a lot of and fun. It- and I'm going to say this, if you need help starting up or have questions, don't don't be afraid to reach out to to me or Joe. I'm yeah. throwing you in here too on Twitter yeah, if you have I'm any podcast to, questions. I answer questions when I can. I can't I can't promise that I will be super helpful, <laughs> but I will do whatever I can uh personally to to keep you inside and entertained during this um, trying time. Yeah. yeah. Uh Go, oh, I have one, while we're here, I'm going to drop another thing that you can go do. Go watch the Sonic Riders dub that a lot of our friends uh, were part of. Penny, Penny Ryan, who you know from the theme, Mm. uh, uh, you know, all of them that on the Snapcube area for the real-time fandom games just dropped the Sonic Riders dub, and it's really good. It's a good watch it's very wholesome i started drawing fan art yesterday because i couldn't go out so look forward to that too it's gonna be really bad but i love it yeah and i I don't draw (laughs) i don't but i felt it's not gonna be bad ray it's not gonna be bad it's gonna be your first drawing in a long time and then your next one will be even better than that it's true. But yeah, the the point is that you don't have to do any of these things, the any of these things, but do something for yourself to to stay in high spirits during this time. Yeah. That's what we're that's what we're here to do. Keep your spirits high. And uh, I think we've dwelled on this for long enough. So Ray, what was our what was our favorite line from the movie? So we can shuffle off. 
I really like the the funeral rites by Mr. Dylan. Oh yeah. Honestly, the that was very impactful. I'm not going to repeat the entire thing. No, I can I can I take it? Yeah. Every I think I said it earlier, but every seed is a promise of a flower. I can't remember if that was the exact line, but I like how that sounds. Yeah. So go plant your seeds, folks. Hello, I'm the flower you planted. (laughs) Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Hi, Ray and Marble. Hey, Marble. So, I've been watching this great anime that I wanted to talk to you about. What is Ooh. it called? It's called Yu-Gi-Oh! And we've already been talking about it on the Deck of Friendship podcast. Oh, you mean the podcast we do about game-based friendship animes? Yeah, we're the first season. We're covering Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1, and we'll move on to sh- series like Bakugan and Digimon and Fighting Fudons and Dinosaur King and all sorts of other anime that focus on friendship as a core theme and are based on a physical game. It's a, wi- it's a wild concept for a podcast, and th- we're doing it. Yeah, and we talk about those themes and how they pertain to these games and how you should use friendship and working together to overcome obstacles. Not only do we cover important aspects of the shows themselves like friendship, togetherness, socialism, and more, but we also get to the important questions. What happened to Grandpa? Is the heart of the cards cheating? What would your Millennium item be? So you want us to make our own Millennium items. Mine is the Millennium Estrogen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you win. Legit answer? I would either want, like, a Millennium Piercing or a Millennium Tattoo. Ooh. Now, this might inform you a lot about me as a person, but I'd like a Millennium Fork. (laughs) Somehow, Ray, somehow, I knew. I knew. It doesn't do what you think it does, is the thing. Oh, so it's like a tuning fork. Yeah, I need to figure out the details and where the eye goes, because every Millennium item has an Mm -hmm, eye somewhere, mm -hmm. right? Is that a thing? I think so. Well, now I feel like I got the short end of the stick since I picked a Millennium copy of Scorpion King 2 Rise of the Warrior specifically on (laughs) Blu-ray. Hey, there's a bunch of uses for that one. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of power in that disc. Whoever watches it, their soul gets sucked into the video, and they have to live that movie. <laughs> this is getting this wacky. is getting wild. A little bit. So where where can this podcast be found? Deck of Friendship can be found on the Lunar Light Studio Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, or in the shadow realm. Or in the shadow realm. <laughs>